the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump is denying that his trade policies are to blame for Harley-Davidson's decision to move some motorcycle production overseas. The president has touted the iconic American motorcycle maker as an example of a U.S. business harmed by trade barriers in other countries. But he came under fire this week when Harley-Davidson said its decision to shift some production overseas was the result of retaliatory tariffs between the U.S. and European Union. On Twitter, the president says his trade policies are not to blame, and he warns Harley-Davidson that any shift in production will be the beginning of the end. That's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Thousands forced to flee their homes, major wildfires encroaching on a charred area of northern California, still recovering from severe blazes in recent years. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is up about 16 points, and this is SRN News. June is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, people with this disorder may also have other problems. These include feelings of hopelessness, shame, or despair, depression or anxiety, among others. Treatments for PTSD will also help these other problems because they are often related. The coping skills you learn in treatment can work for PTSD and these related problems. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. We are Wellness 1570. Glad you're tuned in for Like It Matters Radio, which is coming up in just minutes. Mr. Black live here on Wellness 1570. You can learn more about us at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. You can also listen through the website or download the Wellness 1570 mobile app. Super convenient and very easy to use. We're also on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. From the Eagle Wellness Studios today, some scattered showers and thunderstorms possible. Cloudy skies and a high near 74. Past attendees, when asked about Scott Black's leadership awakening, just smile, shake their head, and say, I can't explain it, but it changed my life. Mr. Black from Like It Matters has released two half-off vouchers for his Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, Sacramento, Dallas, or Richmond. Leadership Awakening is regularly $2,000. Now with this special offer, is just half price at $1,000. Go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, click on Deals. Leadership Awakening, taking commitment, not applicants. June is PTSD Awareness Month. According to the National Center for PTSD, People with this disorder may also have other problems. These include feelings of hopelessness, shame, or despair, depression or anxiety, among others. Treatments for PTSD will also help these other problems because they are often related. The coping skills you learn in treatment can work for PTSD and these related problems. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. 
I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And, and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and man, am I in a strange setting. I am actually at home. (laughs) You know, I have been on the road for most of June. I didn't realize I spent uh, about half of the month in uh, Minneapolis, spent some time in Colorado, and so uh, I got back uh, Sunday. Uh, from uh, Minneapolis, and I gotta tell you, uh, it's like the Twilight Zone. It's like, what is this place? What is? Oh, this place is called home. So I am so glad to be with you today. And today uh, we have a special blessing for you. We're gonna have a uh, national championship coach Jim Herrick uh, is supposed to be joining us uh, uh, in the next segment of our radio show. So we're really excited. But uh, man, there's so much going on. I, I was in Minneapolis uh, last weekend. I did a uh, class. I took Team 185, uh, seven men, through the process of leadership awakening. Uh, and then I was blessed to go through a, a training where I got a chance to be outside my comfort zone, got a chance to uh, do a little more understanding of my uh, Muslim brothers and sisters, Muslim brothers and sisters, studied the Quran a little bit, uh, just uh, understanding Muslims a little more and uh, helping uh, Muslims understand Jesus. So, Boy, it's been a long time coming to be home. And, uh, you know, T1A5 was interesting. You know, we do trading, and you can go to likeitmatters.net, all walks of life, all income levels. And uh, that last class was interesting because it was uh, all men. So we had seven men in class, and uh, it was was really interesting because it's like it, it was a unique class. It was different. I've had all men in class before years ago. 
But it seems to be changing. You know, I had a, a group of men from, I think the youngest was 22 and the oldest, uh, uh, 76, Pastor Don. Uh, just it, it, interesting. And just one thing that really hit me is men have changed. A lot's changed in this country. And, uh, you know, after class, uh, I stayed up in Minneapolis and I was able to uh, uh, spend the week doing some training. And I had a chance to go to one of the graduates' church, Pastor Don Delich has a wonderful church in uh, uh, outside of Minneapolis, and uh, it's, uh, it was really an honor to be there. And while I was there, I had a chance to talk uh, about men. It was Father's Day, so I had a chance to talk about men. And, you know, leadership is a loop. You know, it's called PECs. You know, I always tell people to flex their PECs, P-E-C. Uh, leadership's about permission, example, and culture. Uh, and, you know, the, there's, a, there's a struggle out there, I think, it's for men. Uh, because men aren't sure what it means. I mean, the, I think the, the question of the day is, what does it mean to be a man? Uh, and one thing I've learned as I've studied uh, is that when men stop leading, uh, families crumble. When men stop leading, uh, societies uh, pay a price. And the question of the day has to be, what does it mean to be a man? You know, there's uh, uh, there's uh, an interesting dialogue going on out there, wh whether it be men aren't important or what are those characteristics of a man, and uh, men don't know now if they're supposed to be a macho or supposed to be melancholy. Uh, it's kind of like that big old blowing uh, thing at a car, you know, at a, a car lot. You know, the wind blows through it. It's just like this big old like guy, and he's blowing in the wind. You know, we don't know if we're, we're supposed to be macho or mellow, and we're just these marshmallow men. And uh, the only college, uh, I mean, on ca college campus, the only drug that's illegal is testosterone. And so men, you know, what does it mean to be a man? What's changed about men? And so I thought it would be great to have Coach, you know, uh, Coach Jim uh, Harrington. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Herrick, so Coach Jim Herrick. You know, he's, uh, he worked with Coach Wooden. Uh, he's been a national championship coach. He's been in the coaching field for a long time. He motivates people. And I want to know, you know, what's different today? What are those characteristics on the court that transfer over off the court? And what, what is different? He's been coaching for 30, 40 years, and he's got to see a difference. Because one thing I've noticed over the weekend is it, it's changed. Men seem to be different. Uh, and I don't care what uh, what decade, what time, leadership is a loop and permission. And that's the P uh, of leadership, you know. What are you giving people permission? The way we live our lives, it gives people permission to do the same. You know, a picture's worth a thousand words. And so uh, when, when we're giving people permission by what we do, it sets a standard, which brings us to that, that E uh, of pecs. You know, we're supposed to flex our pecs. And the E is example. What example are you giving people? You know, because, you know, we can tell people something until we're blue in the face, but a picture's worth a thousand words. And as I say, you know, the average human being speaks somewhere in the range of 120 to 150 words per minute. And yet, I can get to 180, and yet one picture, if you think about it, is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. And yet, I don't think people are getting a real example, a real good picture. And then the C is culture. You know, the culture is the, the repeated norms, the patterns, the, the environment, if you will. And so, for me, I, I look at it in the role of men and boys. You know, a lot of boys grow up that don't know what it means to be a man. Because where, what are they getting permission to be like, to act like? What are the examples they're seeing out there in the world, you know? 
And what is the culture? What is the climate in our homes, in society? And this is important. And if you're a woman, don't think why this show is not important to you. No, because if you're a woman, you're probably married to a man if you're married. Uh, you've had children, and so half of those kids are, are young boys who are going to turn into men. Right? I mean, you look at what's happening in, in the black community, and it's a crisis of men. Right? How many uh, com- uh, you know families in the black community uh, don't have men, grow up without men? And how many people in, in the world, not just the black community, in all communities, that don't have a good example of what it means to be a man? You know, I struggled with that all my life. You know, what does it mean to be a man? What, what does that look like? What does that sound like? Does it, do, do I have to have a lot of money to be a man? Do I have to please women physically to be a man? Do I have to, uh, to know a lot of people to be a man? What does it mean to be a man? And, and, and is it hard for a woman to show a young boy what it means to be a man? These are important questions. And so I thought, you know, two of the greatest fields of leadership, I've seen them, are, are sports and the military. Sports and the military, you know, and I was in the Army, and, uh, you know, you go through boot camp. You get text, you get tested, you get pushed, you get taxed. You get put through a grueling uh, eight weeks. You know, in, in sports, you have uh, two-a-days in football camp. You have the, uh, the tough, you're pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. You have practice all week, and then you play. You have practice all week, and then you play. You have practice all week. And then before you play, you have practice for months. Right? It's a great proving ground. And so, man, you know, when you think about sports, man, you can't get, get, can't get higher than college sports. So when you play basketball and football, you know, NC Division I, NCAA Division One, And so it would be great. We're going to have Coach Jim Herrick join us, and he's going to talk about leadership. And we're going to ask him about, you know, you know Coach Wooden. Because Coach Wooden had one of the things I love to talk about is the pyramid of success. So we're going to kind of start there. What what were those traits that Coach Wooden thought were great? I want to ask Coach Herrick on, on his own feelings. You know, what what values, what roles does he feel are really important as a leader? And also love to get his take on, has he seen anything different? You know, as he's been coaching over the last 40 years, what's different? Because I know that, that we live in a different country. Our families are different. And the reason that's all different is because our mindsets are different. You know, everything we do or do not do, ladies and gentlemen, is driven by a belief. And yet we used to have a belief that values and principles matter, that people wanted to be men of integrity or women of values. And so today, what, what are those values that drive you? What are those principles? If I was to ask somebody about you, would there be a, a few certain words that someone would say? And what would you want those words to say? What does it mean to lead? How do you want to be remembered? What are those traits that make a good person a leader? If you're a woman, what are those qualities, those principles that make you a good leader? If you're a man, what are those traits, what are those qualities, what are those principles that make you a great man? And in the realm of sports, because we all have, or most of us have kids, what are those qualities and characteristics that can be developed on the court that would make a lasting impact in your life? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about leading from the court, and Coach Jim Herrick will be joining us in three minutes. Be right back. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. 
most of them have been ministry related. And I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life patty work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, we have a special guest, uh, such an honor. Uh, we, uh, we get to welcome National Championship Coach uh, Jim Herrick to the radio. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Coach. Scott, it's my pleasure. How are you today? Uh, you know, I am a much better, much better coach. I just it's such an honor to have you on the radio with me. Uh, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Coach Herrick uh, captivates and motivates business professionals. He combines his unprecedented experience with a passion, motivating uh, message. Uh, Jim has a 5C program, which addresses topics that are particularly relevant to business professionals. And he emphasizes the importance of individual success and provides a goal-oriented approach to building a, on a career and increasing productivity. And, Coach, you can always reach Coach at Jim Herrick Speaks. 
www.thepowerhouse.com. And uh, such an honor, Coach. And uh, if you don't mind, I want to kind of back up a little bit. You know, I'm a, uh, I did a class over the weekend uh, with seven men in it, Coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it kind of made me think about you because it was a struggle. It was a uh, uh, it was really hard to get these seven men to where I thought they could be. Great class, great outcome. But I started thinking of, you know, what a coach goes through. And, it, and I hit, you know, started thinking about Coach Wooden. Real quick, I want to go back to the, the pyramid of success uh, that Coach Wooden did. Was there anyone, when you coached with Coach Wooden, was was that a big part of what he did? Did he talk about that a lot? Was it Was it used in trainings at all? I mean, the role of the pyramid of success, what did you experience? I really, Scott, never coached with him. I coached yeah. his assistant, Gary Cunningham, but he had an office in the uh, in, in our office when uh, I was assistant at, at UCLA before I was the head coach. Uh, but, yes, he did. He, but he always he, – he had a little moment of motivation before practice started, and okay. he would use one of those uh, in that. But – it, it, he would talk about it, maybe honesty or reliability or patience mm-hmm. or faith, and but most of all is to get his point across, get his get his uh, talk across for that day, what he wanted, what he expected, and uh, you know we tried to get a little bit better every single day, just a tiny bit better every single day, and and you want to bring it, and and we've always emphasized what I what I call the three E's. If every single day you get up, I don't matter what you're doing, if you bring energy, effort, emotion, and enthusiasm with you that day, you're going to be successful in whatever you do. Wow. The three E's. And, and that's what where I was going to kind of go with all this. You coach, it's not just about sports. And that's one thing I loved about studying Coach Wooden and any good coach. I assume you're the same way. This wasn't about just a score on the board. This was about life. This was about getting people ready for success on and off the court, correct? I mean, that's your big drive, isn't it, Coach? Well, uh, you know, John Wood was my teacher, my mentor, my advisor. Uh, Most of all the things I ever did, I got from him. And, you know, you'd ask him, say, Coach, how's your team going to be this year? His answer was, Scott, I'll tell you in about 25 years. <laughs> That's powerful. And it's how those how those young people turned out that were under yeah. his tutelage. And, and uh, I've always used those things. Uh, you know, there's not anything you do, Scott, that you didn't learn from someone. There's not anything yeah. I use that I didn't learn from someone. And Coach wouldn't yeah. learn from someone. Yeah. And we just keep pass. And if you're a good mentor, you just keep passing it on and passing it on. And you hope in your lifetime that you, you, your children, people that you deal with, the ones you love, have a mentor, have somebody who can teach them and and motivate them and and, and reach the button that will make them produce the best they can possibly do. Because it's in there on almost every person alive it's there and you hope you can reach reach them and 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 coaching is and and teaching is like you you're talking about those seven men you need to find the button that will motivate each one of those one it's emotion one it's energy one it's yelling one it's softness one it's patting them on the back and encouraging them one you can yell at and 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 the good teacher will find 
I'm not saying teacher. I'm saying boss. Yep. I'm saying employer will find that button. It will motivate that guy because the better the performance is by your employees, the better your your group will, will look and, and, and perform better and, and produce better. And, uh, and uh, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, discipline yourself so others won't have to do it for you. And, and, and you hope and you teach all the time, every single day, that you hope you're a self-starter, that you jump out of bed and, and say, hey, today's the first day of the rest of my life. Let's get going with it. And you forget the past, and you think about the future, and and, and and you get up with that kind of attitude, that kind of momentum, and that kind of energy that will carry you through the day, because today is the most important time in the whole world. That's a, and it doesn't matter if you're on the court or at home or in a, uh, a business office or at your, at your house or wherever it is, you, you the same mentality. That's why I wanted to know, Coach, was there ever a, a quality that you saw when you were working with a player? that no matter what their physical stature was or, or their natural gifts, was there ever a quality when you saw in a player like, man, if that person has that quality, they're going to be okay. Is there any characteristic or value that you've identified like that? Well, certainly everyone, you know, you want everyone to be able to be quick and run and jump and shoot and everything, but, but you know, everybody doesn't have that same thing. So, uh, you know, I think a, a good leader, a good mentor will find the, the basic skill that that a person has and try to try to feed off that. And I always told my players, you work on your strengths, one, to your weaknesses, two. And everybody has it. You know, you, you need to evaluate yourself. You know, why am I not successful? Why did I miss this sale? Why did I miss this? Why did I miss that? And you, you almost need to do that each and every day. What can I do a little bit better? And uh, uh, how can so I? You think that's is that on, the key trait? You think just the well, constant it, constant improvement. If you're if you're a manager, if you're a coach, mm-hmm. if you're a leader, uh, you know you want to improve each and every day. And I always had a moment of motivation mm-hmm. before practice started, or right 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 when we get ready to start practice. Because I wanted that data, but I don't want you to think about anything, you know, take all your problems and throw them away and give me your two hours of undivided concentration so we can uh, soon get the best performance out of you every day. You know, perfect practice makes perfect. And, and you know, it's certainly hard every single day if you get up and you work in an office or work somewhere to, to get motivated. But, you know, Scott, I've got three sons, and you met one of them. He was in yeah. one of your classes. And all three sons get paid by commission only. Well, you better get your gym. You better jump out. You, know, you, got, you get married. You got three kids. You got two cars. You got a home. You better jump up out of bed and get, get excited about life. And and uh, I'm really proud of them because they all three bust. I mean, they've got, uh, you know, I used to, as a young kid, I, when I was just having babies and kids, and I used to get on my knees every night and, and pray that that my sons, that my sons uh, had, uh, they had great work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh uh, they just, uh, you know, they were motivated to come and go, and and 
certainly the last one is I, I wanted I wanted B students with A character rather than A students with B character. Yeah. And that transfers and wanted, over, but that transfers over to the to the boardroom to any place, correct? Once you leave the court, any, all that stuff goes with you. Just, we're not talking just about sports. We're talking about yep. life and work and everything. Yep. And and, and I, I, I've always said that the greatest trait, I think, uh, as you have in your business, and, and you're the greatest example of all, you need to communicate your thoughts and ideas to others. And how well you do that uh, is, is certainly important. Absolutely. Hey, Coach, I heard uh, um, that you're now back in uh, coaching as well. Is that correct? Well, I'm going to help you. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm sitting in my home one day, and all of a sudden, my assistant, who was with me at UCLA, Mark Godfrey, gets the Cal State Northridge job. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about 20 minutes from my house. And he calls me, says, I want you to come out there with me. And uh, so I'm going to come out and do that. I've been retired 10 years, Scott. And I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> I may be the oldest guy working in America. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach. You know, I met you uh, working at a golf course with a friend of mine, and uh, your energy, your passion, and, and that's one thing. If you can stay over for uh, after the break, please, because I'd love to pick your brains a little bit. You've been in the coaching field, even though you've been retired for ten years. When did you start coaching? I started coaching in nineteen sixty four in high school, and uh, it spanned a lot of generations and decades. That's what I'm saying. I was born in 65, Coach, just so you know. So, so you started coaching right before uh, my mom and dad thought about me, if they thought about me. Uh, and, and one thing I, I want to do is after the break, talk about you've been around people, uh, leadership, young men, uh, older men. Uh, and I'd love to know, you know, what's changed in your mind's eye? Because, you know, when you started coaching in the 60s, I'm sure you would say that things were a little bit different. You know, our mindset was different, uh, what we thought about leadership, what we thought about men. Uh, and, and I'd love to get your take on, on the differences. Are, are you are you starting to notice those differences in men and society and, and how it shows up on and off the court? Well, you know, we're getting back to working young people out now. And, and, and what I found is uh, most guys want to win. Mm-hmm. They want to play well. They want to be worked hard. They want to. They want you to give a, a great effort. And I always told my players, I said, if you work as hard as your coaching staff, we're going to be a good team. <laughs> and, and coach, and, hold those thoughts. We're getting ready to go to hard break, coach. Let me. Uh, we'll be right back in three minutes with uh, national championship coach Jim Herrick on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 14th through the 16th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants. 
only commitment. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org, pancan dot org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. If you miss any of this radio show, you can go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and all archive messages of the last about four months. You can also now subscribe to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and uh, you'll find it there. Just subscribe Like It Matters Radio and uh, at the end of each show it'll be sitting there in podcast form. And today we are blessed. We have uh, Coach uh, Jim Herrick with us. Coach, thank you so much for being with us on Like It Matters Radio. My pleasure, Scott. So now, Coach, you uh, you do speaking engagements, correct? Uh, and you, you for corporations, businesses, is that correct? I do a lot of uh, businesses, schools. Uh, uh, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's at jimherrickspeaks.com, dot com. Correct. 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 Awesome. And you had said before that you're going to start uh, helping out with the uh, Cal State Northridge basketball team as well. Correct. I'm going. Yes, I'm going to be an assistant coach. <laughs> awesome. That's yes. a, that's got to be exciting for you, though, right? You love to coach. Well, I love to get on the floor and uh, be with young guys, and uh, 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 certainly, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you had uh, mentioned before the the break about the three E's. I love that enthusiasm, energy, and effort. Uh, but I was kind of wondering, uh, as you look at you, you and work emotion, with, it's oh. the four E's and emotion. I'm sorry about that. Emotion. I apologize. No, that's all right. yeah. no and that's to me the fire because to me I talk about the six letters and the one letter's passion. 
And without passion, that's to me the fire, the fuel. And if there's no passion, it doesn't matter. Uh, all the other ones, you know, the, the fire inside, if there's not a fire burning, uh, then, you know, I can teach anybody anything except to have a heart. I've always believed that, Coach. I can I can teach almost any skill, but I, I can't teach you to have a heart. That has to be God-given. Uh, so I was, I was wondering, Coach, is there any difference you're noticing in people and young men uh, any uh, strengths or weaknesses, anything that shifted from the time that when you first started coaching? Well, the things that things you really notice when I come back in is, is uh, you know, so I, I'm really out of it on social media. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of passed me really quickly with these <laughs> young people. And, and, you know, you spend a lot of time and, and energy on that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, when you get down to the basics, uh, kids are kids, and they, you know, they want to, they want to do well, they want to be successful, they want to win, they want to work. Uh, the thing that I've found, Scott, that they want it sooner, they want it quicker mm. than we did years ago. Mm. Uh, we've advanced this age, and I always said uh, years ago in the seventies when we made freshmen eligible to play on the varsity. Uh, that speeded up the process because mm-hmm. when I first started, freshmen were ineligible. You came your sophomore year and you, you, you know, you played a little bit, maybe sat, maybe played. And then by your junior and senior year, you're really excited. You know, you're ready to contribute to the program because you're more mm-hmm. mature and older and bigger and faster and stronger. But once they made freshmen out of that, just moved that up a year. And then mm-hmm. when players got to go to the NBA early, then that moved that up process up a year, you know. So, you know, you know Kobe people, Bryant, right? LeBron James, right? Both of them went right from high school, didn't they? Go from school to right to call. I mean, professional. Yeah. Wow. Right. Correct. And Kevin Garnett and a few others, yep. and probably going to get back to that in the next few years because uh, there's just so much pressure. Uh, uh, on everything, and you know it's really funny. Football players don't do that because they're just yeah. not men yet. And, and uh, the, uh, the NBA, the football owners have made a declaration: they are not going to draft young guys. Now, you can go to court, you can do suing, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> they're not going to draft guys until they've been in college for three years. Yep. And uh, baseball's made a thing: you can go into professional, but if you go to college, you got to go three years. Yep. And uh uh but basketball doesn't have that and, and uh uh you know, there are a few guys who are ready to go into the NBA after you know, after one year and even out of high school. But not very you're talking many. Yeah, but you're talking physically and I think that's the difference, the maturation process. You know, like when I went to college, I went to same time I was in college when your heyday and my coach was coach Jerry Tarkanian. And, you know, he was Tark the Shark, and there were times that he would take a chance on a player that was nobody else would touch because of something. What would make you take someone that, let's say they have a trouble pass, I mean, what characteristics, and that's what I was meaning. Is there a certain thing that you see in somebody that just says, man, because they have that quality, that trait, I'm willing to take a chance on them, even though they've messed up. Is there? That's what I meant about those traits or qualities. Is there anything that stands out that when you can see a leader has that, you're like, you know, they're going to be okay? Well, first of all, it's forgiveness. Amen. I would teach that all the time, forgiveness. And uh, you'll never be a, a full person until you forgive for everything. And 
but there's a permeating feeling in college athletics. Well, if you do something, you step your toe, uh, your mm-hmm. damaged goods, and you you got baggage and all that kind of stuff. But and then on the other hand, we go to church on Sunday and preach forgiveness and do all the things, try to do things correctly and right. So there's a carryover feeling there. Uh, you want to give young people opportunities. Uh, uh, we're in, we're in the, you know, I read in the paper every day, this guy is NCA declared him ineligible mm-hmm. and one other guy, he's declared eligible. And, and I, I thought we're in the business to help young people, not hurt young people. And, uh, I always wanted to help young guys and I've got myself in a little bit of trouble sometimes trying to, trying to be, you know, help too many young guys like that and, and uh, once in a while you you, you take care a about guy that, yeah yeah you care about people that's why you get into the business and and uh and uh so it's uh it, it, you know it, it's really a difficult business really when you do you know coaching and dealing and expectations of people and uh so it, well, and, coach uh, i i hear your faith a lot I hear, your faith is important to you, correct, Coach? I mean, I can hear your oh. faith when you're talking about the forgiveness. How, how important is your faith in your life? Well, you have three things that are really important to your faith, family, and friends. And uh, uh, if you ever have any kind of problems, those are the three things that stand out more than anything, faith, family, and friends. And uh, I've always tried to, uh, to, to, you know, be strong in that area. But, you know... Uh, very, very, uh, I think, religious. And, and so I believe. That's what I'd say. I believe. Amen. And and everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. That's so key. And, and that's what I was wondering. Do you, do you see the shift in people where, in your day, you could be a lot more vocal with your faith than, you, than people can be now? I mean, it, you've seen that shift, correct? Well, I've seen, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that I, I, I don't take on the court uh, yeah. as much as you used to. You don't ever give your views. You don't ever say how you I absolutely feel sometimes about some things. And, you know, you've got to be politically correct. And, and uh, all those things have really changed tremendously. And not for the better. I think that those are some of the things I think that are lacking. And uh, uh, and I still lead with my faith. It it, uh, it probably cost me some business, coach, and all that. But one thing I, I hear lacking a lot is is those principles and values. That and, and one thing I want to teach is you need to know who you are. You don't know why you're here. And even though the world doesn't agree with you, and even though um, the you know your boss might not agree with you, at some point you got to know who you are. And and that's one thing I've noticed about you spending time. You know who you are, Coach. Correct? Well, Scott, I want to, uh, and I preach this to young kids all the time: do things right. Yeah. Just think. You know, put your mind in motion before you put your body in gear, and just do what's right. You know right from wrong. You've been taught that. Do what's right. And, you know, you, you, you talk to young people say, do you ever think maybe you'll get caught? <laughs> so do things right. Do things right. We don't want to lie, steal, or cheat, or drink, or smoke, or get drugs. Do right. things right. And if you do things right, you know, your life will turn out really uh, formidable for you. 
That's right. Kind of like coaching there, you know, if you play the game right, if you do the fundamentals, if you do the basics, uh, then everything else will take care of itself. Correct, Coach? Absolutely. Absolutely. I used to ask Coach Wooden all the time, why don't you work on this? Why don't you work on that? Why don't you work on that? He said, Jim, if we do things right and don't turn the ball over, all those things will take care of itself. Amen, brother. Amen. So uh, you can get a hold of Coach Herrick at jimherrickspeak.com. Hey, Coach, are you still the book, uh, Embracing the Legend? Uh, is that you still promoting that book, still selling that book? Uh, it's out there. You can buy it on Amazon. Uh, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's like anything. God, it's 20-some years old, but uh, uh, it's still out there, yes. Amen. Well, Coach, I appreciate your time. God bless you so much. I'm talking to Coach Jim Herrick. Uh, and if uh, you need to get a hold of him, just go to jimherrickspeak.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Coach, on Like It Matters Radio. Scott, it's a pleasure. Nice talking to you and visiting with you again. Enjoy right, it always. Buddy. All right. Thank you. God bless you, Coach. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that's what we're talking about here. What are those values? What are the principles that guide your life? And after the break, I want to go into those. If, if you had to pick three or four words, five words, of how you'd want to be remembered, one thing is lacking. If you look at, listen to Coach Herrick, he would talk about basics, about hard work, about integrity, about enthusiasm. You know those foundational pieces and, pieces, and that's what I think a good coach does. A good coach, a good mentor, a good life caddy kind of has helps you focus on the, the basics, the foundational pieces. You know, life can be complicated. Life can be confusing. And there's so much going on. There's so much pulling us in so many different directions that a lot of times we don't have the time to stop and ask and answer those important questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? If to last, if today was my last day on this planet, did it make one difference that you were given the gift of life? These are the important questions of life. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to t- go into the depths of what are those values and principles that make a great leader. We'll be right back. I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment 
such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we've been talking about leading from the court with uh, national championship coach Jim Herrick. And what I want to do is end this show with those principles, those values. You know, one thing, if you listen to Coach Herrick, uh, if you read a lot of stuff on Coach Wooden, these are principle-centered people, value-driven people. Coaching is about core principles, core values. And what brought this up is, uh, you know, it's been, uh, I've been on the road a lot in the month of June. And uh, we had a class uh, two weeks ago in, uh, in Team 185, seven men uh, in Minneapolis. It was a great class. The end result was phenomenal. But it's just interesting. Uh, I have done uh, all men in a class before. It's uh, rare. Usually it's a pretty good mixture of men and women. But it's years ago, and I, I noticed a big shift. And it started making me thinking, uh, think about what's different. Because, you know, there truly is a, a war out there on men, and men don't know how they're supposed to be. Are men supposed to be macho? Are they supposed to be mellow? Um, you know, I, I say this all the time. It's a true statement that the only drug that is illegal on a college campus today is testosterone, if you think about it. Men are told to be quiet, to, to get in the back, and that's a problem because when men stop leading, um, families crumble. When men stop leading, societies pay a price. And so men need to lead, and, and women need to lead. Every single human being needs to lead. You know, Coach Herrick was talking about that we've all had people pour into us. We've all had people, <clears throat> um, you know, mentor us or guide us, and to different degrees, to different levels. Some have had actually specific mentors. Some have had just people, as you look back, say, well, that was, that was kind of a leader in my life. That was someone I looked to. That was someone that I kind of modeled, right? And we all have this example, and, and, and leadership is a loop. And one thing I've learned a long time ago is you've got to put things in packages that people can consume them. Uh, that's why there's acronyms. Uh, that's why there's a, you put things in a song or th- put things in a chunk. Uh, but you you need to learn this, and leadership is a loop. It's a pex. You got to flex your pex. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. And we got to give people permission, and we do give people permission. 
through our actions. And why it matters, why we're supposed to live a self-examined life, because our actions people duplicate. People are looking to us all the time. Every single human being is a leader. you got to get this. People either use you as something they'd want to be like or people use you as something they never want to be like. And so I always tell people, leader, that your life's not about you. Rule number one about being a leader, and it confuses people, I say, it's not about you. Get off yourself, leader. It's about the, your life being used to impact other people. You know, you could either be a conduit or a sister, and that's what Coach Herrick was talking about. We've all had people pour into us, so there's two vessels. You can be poured into a, as a cistern, or you can be poured into as a conduit. A cistern is like a vase. It holds on to everything. But a conduit is a pass-through agent. You know, it's like the, the, the Israel. You know, Abraham's supposed to be a blessing to other people. So Abraham is blessed by God so that he can be a blessing to others. You've been blessed by God so you can be a blessing to others. You're a conduit. People have poured into you. And you're now supposed to pour that out to other people. You're supposed to use it for what you're supposed to use it for and then pass it on. Don't just hold on to it. You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth, and a few underground waterways pour into the Dead Sea. But nothing pours out of the Dead Sea. See? It's dead because nothing pours out of it. And we've all had people pour into us. But unless we're pouring out, unless you're making your life about something bigger than yourself, that's so critical. And so as people pour into you, what have you learned? What have you learned about leadership? What are those values? How do you know if you've had a good day? How do you know if you've had a good life? How do you know if you have had a good year? How do you know if you've had a good month? Right? When someone asks you how was your day and you say good or bad. When someone asks you how you feel, good or bad. When someone tells you was it resourceful or not, don't you see those are all comparison words. And so what are you comparing it to? How do you know if you had a good day at practice? How do you know if you had a good game outside of the score? Have you ever had a good game and won? Or, I'm sorry, a good game and lost? And have you ever played a bad game and won? Have you ever felt good after a loss and felt bad after a win? You know, it's interesting to think about. And so we got to figure out who are we? Why are we here? What's our purpose? And that's the permission that we're going to give other people. Otherwise, we're living our life incongruent. So when we live our life as the person we're supposed to, when we live our life uh, in those values, then we give people permission to do the same. Which brings us to the E, the example. A picture's worth a thousand words. So what picture are you giving people? What are you letting them see? What do you want them to see? That's why you got to know what a good day looks like, sounds like, feels like. What a bad day looks like, sounds like, feels like. What a good relationship looks like, sounds like, feels like. You know, I was in this training over the weekend where I really wanted to, you know, connect with uh, Muslims. You know, the fastest growing religion in the world uh, is Islam. I think in uh, by 2050, uh, Islam will be the number one religion in the world and Christianity will be the number two religion in the world. And so between the two faiths, it'll be like 75% of the people in the world. So wouldn't it be great if we could find out similarities between the two faiths? 
And so that was the training I was in, to, to understand Muslims a little bit better and help Muslims understand Isa, Jesus, the, a common ground that we both have. And so, but it was interesting, it's not about religious, getting out of our own map of reality and understanding core values, core principles, understanding what words mean to certain people. To, uh, to a large part of the world, if you ask someone if they want to be a Christian, a Christian, uh, to them the equation is uh, uh, someone who eats pork, uh, which to some in the world is like a cockroach, uh, someone who believes that uh, in multi-gods, uh, someone that just sits around watching porn and wants to hurt people. That's their vision. Whatever word you put there, would you want to be one of those? Absolutely not. And so we got to understand what words mean and, and, and how do you want to be remembered. So I wonder, if I was to ask you to give me three or four words, if I was to ask your best friend, if you could live your life the way you wanted to and be remembered by three or four key words, what would those words be? Those principles, those values, whatever those words are, those are things that are important to you. And so many people get bogged down in life. So many people get, get caught in the game of life, just wanting to win, just wanting to get through, just wanting to get it over, that they miss those key values and principles. And that was kind of what I wanted to know from Coach. You know, what are those key values and principles? That even if that, that player wasn't that tall, even if that player wasn't that gifted, are there certain qualities that you would say, man, that kid's going to be okay. That even though they don't have the, the skill set, even though they don't have the body structure, even though they don't have the natural gifts and talents, they're going to be okay. And as a leader of leaders, that's what I want to know. And I got to tell you, and, and Coach alluded to it, it's the ease. I love the ease. The four E's, right? There's energy. There's everything. There's effort. There's enthusiasm. But really, he's talking about emotion. And I got to tell you, that's one of those great qualities, someone that's emotionally involved with their cause. And I got to tell you what, there's a lot of other things we can teach people. We can teach people almost anything. But we can't teach them to be emotionally involved. And I would say one of the greatest, most important qualities of any leader is emotional involvement. Another one is commitment. Someone that keeps the word. Someone that does it even when it's not fun. Someone that you can trust to follow through even when most people won't. Can someone take you at your word? When you give your word to someone, does that have value? So you got to be emotionally involved. you got to have commitment. Are you willing to see it through? I would suggest another one is vision. Can they see in the future? Can they see how the dots connect? Because without a vision, the good, work says, the good book says that people perish. And let me tell you why. Because if you can't connect the dots going forward, then it's easy to give up. If it doesn't make sense, if the dots don't connect, then you might walk away. You might think it has no value. But when you have vision, vision's the ability to see in the future. Vision's the ability to connect the dots. So to have that emotional involvement, to have that commitment, and to have that vision, I think are absolutely critical. And I'm going to tell you, the fourth piece I think is so critical is do you look beyond yourself? Is there a higher power, a higher calling? That's why I truly believe that if less people have an emotional connection to a God, to something bigger than them, they'll never really get beyond themselves. 
And so I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. We'll talk tomorrow. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Autoglass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service, and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first, and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396, or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.